Welcome to Plague 2019. <laughs> I guess it's 2020. Welcome it's to Plague. COVID-19. COVID-19. It's Plague. still 2020. Plague 20. How can it still be 2020? <laughs> this has been the worst year on the record. Remember when we thought 2019 was the worst? Remember I that? That keeps being true and it's frightening. How can we get worse <laughs> than this? 2021, just the world don't explodes. Don't put that out there. Just don't put that out there. Hello? 20, 2020, the year we stayed inside. <laughs> That's a play. That's, That's a, play. a play. 2020, the year we stayed inside. So, Why don't we all just get some infermiterol? And I, oh, yes. Now, see, nobody out there knows who what infermiterol is except you and me. That's not true. Oh, More people than that okay. read that book. Yes. That's from My Year of Rest and Relaxation, which is a great read for this crazy time. And actually becoming more and more relatable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so everyone read that. And now we're going to go to our podcast, which is about theater or theater in the, in intermission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is in intermission. Yeah. During the intermission. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's get to it. All right, let's do it. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Anna. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me in the midst of the plague. Thank you for standing uh, an appropriate or sitting an appropriately far distance away from me so that I am not exposed to any COVID germs. Oh, no, they're not germs. I know more than that. V- viral load that you may have and vice versa. And obviously. vice versa, obviously, yes. Obviously. The, um, the social distance is real. The physical distance is real. The social distance is not as real. And... That's really the topic of our show. Yes. What does one do when one does theater? And theater <laughs> is not something one can do during the plague. Right. <laughs> it's, we have precedent on that. Precedent. Um, yeah, even the Lord Mayor of London knew. This is just not, we just can't do this, you guys. Shakespeare, sorry. It's yeah. not happening. Nope. Not, just like New York, Shakespeare in the Park. Yeah. It's no, nothing's happening. It's all over. Yeah, it's a very it's a it's a very sad and strange time for the theater. It so, is. But luckily, with Zoom and with Skype and with all these different technologies, there's uh, a lot of people who are finding a way to bring theater to your computer and to yeah. your living room. Yes. So we want to talk about the absences and the presences of you know of. The presences of the absences and the absences all of, of the, the absences. absences. Yeah, and the presences. we're just going to talk about all of them. Let's do it. All right. So um, it seems like the big theater, the you know, big theaters that have a lot of lead time into their productions, those are kind of hit the hardest because they don't just perform. They have to be together to rehearse and then so it's it's almost challenging just to schedule sure you know because there's so much uncertainty right now well yeah and I mean you can't you really can't rehearse at all I mean I guess people could find a way to rehearse over Skype but that's not gonna it's not gonna get it done it's not gonna get it done no you could learn your lines if you're an actor yeah but you can't that's it that's it (laughs) that's it it's very limited it's pretty limited so but we do have some uh adventurous folk who are 
We Coming do. up with uh, interesting ways to pass the time and also reach yes. out into the community. That's right. uh, we've got Nita June and Sarah Rodmacher doing the Outlet Project. That's right. And you just wrote about that. Tell me more. So the Outlet Project is a series of prompts that you can find on their website, which is the outletproject.art. And basically you can send in a submission and they will send it to another artist who sort of takes it and turns it into a performance piece and puts it on. So (laughs) if you are looking for a way to reach out to other artists, new artists, people that you don't know, you know, they'll set that up and you get two people who don't know each other working on the same piece and, you know, it eventually comes to fruition as something that they put online and you can share it that way. And they put it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. They put it on Instagram. Yep. You can share it anywhere you want, any way that you want. So that's a way for people to still feel as though they're engaged with the arts. Right. So they can, uh, you can do that as an audience member tuning in. It's like a minute, you know. Each. Yeah, exactly. Everything's yeah. everything is a minute, Super. so you can tune in if you don't want to necessarily write anything or right. you know perform. You don't have to. You can just yeah. tune in and watch, and you know you get your your daily theatrical performance boost. Frizzle yeah, there exactly. Yes. Hey, Maggie, what about Roaming Theater Collaborative? They are also up to something they new and different. They are also producing something and yes. with the magic of technology. That's right. Those millennials slash post-millennials. What are we called them? Um, the Gen Zo- Zoomers, I <laughs> guess. Gen They're Zoom. Zoomers now. <laughs> All right, Gen Zoom is... <laughs> they, they are doing uh, a mid-quarantined night's dream That's on Friday uh, this Friday, I'm just not sure what time. Uh, the I'm looking at their Facebook page, mm-hmm. so it's I know it's this Friday and it's in the evening, but I'm not sure when. And then they're also calling for new plays. Um, I think they'd like to, you know, have do some readings and things like that. So if you check out their Facebook page, they've got information on that. That's and fun. some some series a series they're going to do called Shelter in Play. That's great. Shelter in Play. Yeah, so. people are being so creative with yes. how they bring how they continue to create theater. Yes, and we're gonna con- we're gonna have uh, Annie Keys of Improbability from UCSB. Their oh, comedy yes. improv troupe is they gonna are, come on. They yeah, have, they have also transferred their product to they an online switched forum. Gears so quickly. Yeah, that's you incredible. Know, the, the campus shut and they re formatted and they are on Friday nights. That's so great. we're going to talk about them. Now, what about the big the the big theaters? The seasons are I think they're kaput. They well, yeah, it's not looking great. Well, this is what I understood from PCPA and they their last show was um, Brighton Beach, and they closed that. Then they opened Julius Caesar, and okay. I think that only had like one show, right? <laughs> Maybe right. one weekend. Then, um, t- in two days' time, they were supposed to open Sound of Music. Oh, yeah, that's not going to happen. I don't think. Which was then going was- to go to you know they start it in Santa Maria, then they move it to Solbang. Solbang, yeah. So they are still holding out hope as of midweek last week that they will produce 
Sound of Music this summer. Maybe only in Solvang. Maybe mm-hmm. it won't be up at the Marion Theater at all in Santa Maria. Do we feel like... How do we feel about that? Well, I don't know if they mean that in the sense of like... You know, so June 11th would be their Solvang opening for that. Okay, okay. So I don't know if they are meaning like, you know, I, I don't know, just throwing this out there, like late June. I don't know if they're shifting things all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're probably really um, have no, you know, there's no way they can plan. But they, yeah, but I mean, as, nobody knows what's going on. Yeah, no one knows what's going on. That's really the scary part for a big institution like that. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't move that fast. I mean, you just can't do it. Right? Right. And then we're also missing Something Rotten, which I was looking forward oh, to. Oh, I know. Oh. And Little Shop of Horrors. Dang it. And A Doll's House Part 2. But, you know, those things, that we're talking about September there for that. It could happen by September. Something could happen. Something could happen. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Also, they can, for a big theater, because they're so unified in their purpose and those, uh, their employees, they don't really work like at other, you know, they have a resident company. Right. They have resident artists and resident students. They can kind of, you know, gather in a, in a way that I think is harder for institutions like, let's say you're... Um, LA, an LA repertory theater, you know, like Center, Center Theater Group. You, you know, they're kind of like somebody's coming off of a contract. Oh, and right. Somebody's the, with the planning and the scheduling, it's hard yeah. to, but because yes. they're all kind of in one right. group already. They're I already see. in the boat. So yeah. the boat can decide to turn to the left. Or, you know, it's like, right. okay, whereas you don't have to just like spend a month right. figuring out who's around. Right. Whereas Ensemble, theater company right that's a good would example. have that problem i imagine that's definitely a, a hiccup and they, but they have announced and they're calling for subscribers for their next season although you know they they can't the, you know they they're like everyone else in the world yeah, who knows? they can't say exactly when these things are happen happening but they're doing some fun stuff there's more um jane austen coming mm. Uh, so they're doing the Wickhams oh. at Pemberley. Oh, oh, okay. And I don't know yet if it has music to it or hmm. not, but that's okay. their Christmas show. Okay. And is it by the same? No, it's a different writer. Hmm. Different writer. The the they had just done Emma, right? They cl- ensemble had closed Emma. That. Uh, composer did a a show of of uh, Pride and Prejudice that played for free and and a lot oh. of people watched that recently. Okay. I don't know if it's still free, but it had like it's it was supposed to open somewhere and so instead they did it online mm. and it was really popular. Like hmm. something like, you know, a million people watched oh, it or wow. something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it's good to hear that people are you know, being open to this idea of watching theater, watching theater, on watching a video theater screen. on a video yeah. screen. It's a little, I mean, it's just not, it's for me, it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not the same. And it's, I lose interest like pretty quickly because I feel like I'm watching bad television. Right. Like they only have one 
I mean, this isn't the case in, in every case, but they generally only have like one camera yeah. in one position and it's not moving. And, and it's not necessarily <laughs> the right angle that people are playing to because they're playing right. to, you yeah, know, an right. audience, not the camera. Yeah. So it, I don't know, it feels a little flat to Do, me. Yeah. It Even like the, work. the best production, I think, would feel flat. Yeah. I think, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. <laughs> and I feel like improv is a little different, though. Yeah, improv's improv's agile for this in mm-hmm. a way because because they're so bare bones in the first place. They're right. not already relying on sets and and lighting cues and and all those right the theater things. magic. Yeah, you can you can kind of do it verbally. You you can. Yeah. I mean. It, it, it's interesting watching improv on Zoom on the Zoom platform has been kind of eye opening about the nature of the body mm. in theater because mm-hmm. that's really what you lose is like the the way the body signals certain changes in relationship and status and yeah oh yeah you have to really be paying attention to yeah <laughs> and it's hard to focus on more than one other person yeah. Oh, my God. It's kind of hard to see. Like, when you have a group of people in natural space, they all kind of move and adjust physically to one another. But when they're each in their little cube, yeah, it's it's different. Because they're essentially each sitting in there. You know, these are students, students from UCSB. Yeah. So they're all in different places, I imagine. You know, yeah. everybody went home. Oh, yeah. Um, and they're all home wherever they're home all, is. So they're all, you know, improv zooming in from their bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Right. Their high school bedrooms. Mm-hmm. I know. In their and parents' homes. You know they just love they being love there. They love that so <laughs> much. This is a They're great so time glad. Of life for them. They're just like thanking Jesus that <laughs> school is over. It's no, everybody's upset. They're so upset. It's and, really and sad. It's so sad because we had uh you know, improv has four seniors and I'm sure we'll talk to Annie about that but Mm -hmm. they had four graduating seniors so they don't get to be on the boards and I also thought of how we're missing all the high school musicals we were like about to do all the high school musicals dive into high school musical land Shrek 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 and that was um the last season probably right Um, of Oh, um, Hunchback um, Hunch- was uh, yeah, going to be was going to be um, Otto's last show at Santa Barbara at High. Santa Barbara High School, and that just kind of yeah. didn't really materialize. Mm-hmm. No. So I know it's like a puff. You know, it's like poof. Yeah, gone. It's like, boom. My concern is how long is it going to be until the theater scene is back up and kicking? Like COVID killed it. It's dead. It's gone. <laughs> but how long until it, you know it resurrects or you know like a new it buds. Yeah. And the, uh, yes, the buds. It, it buds into a new mushroom fungus <laughs> that then feel, becomes the I'm theater. reaching for a Shakespeare quote right now, but it's not coming. Newly sprung in June, uh, something like that. I wonder. Well, because I wonder how long it's going to be till one, we're allowed to congregate. congregate in a room. Right. Because this is, what is theater without the audience? It's rehearsal. Right, right. And it maybe um, 
outdoor theater will come back or something. Okay. Oh yeah. And you like, can just like probably be really far apart from each other. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. A picnic blanket away from yeah. from others. I don't. I'm just. I mean, the parks aren't closed. They aren't closed, but they have stopped taking reservations for events. Okay. That so makes sense. They're kind of closed. So they're kind of closed. They're kind of closed, but you know that could change. Just pop up Shakespeare. <laughs> Pop up Shakespeare. Pop up Shakespeare. Yeah. Just pop or whatever. Up and do it. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, Neil Simon in the park. Neil or, Simon uh, in the park. Barefoot in the park. Barefoot. Thank we'll you. We'll do barefoot in the park. In the park. In the park. <laughs> Brilliant. Bare, comma barefoot. Brilliant. <laughs> That's uh, a new take on barefoot I, in the park. The, I just, the characters are actually barefoot in a park. I just want to predict that no one's going to want to see shows about people inside for a long time <laughs> i know right all of those it's all gonna dinner be, party yeah all the plays, dinner party plays are done, over done who's afraid of virginia wolf no no, no one's doing that ever again <laughs> 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 the entire pinter canon is now sealed <laughs> Ooh, i'm sorry you can't do pinter what about your man your man of men Ibsen? So Ibsen really just absorb, you know, he just really chews it. He loves it. He's all about being inside. So it's like at a different level. It's like we're so inside that's deciding our life. We, we you know, we so not unlike right now. Ex- exactly. Oh my I mean, God, we're living. Lived, we're living Ibsen. Yeah, I mean, if you lived in rural Norway in the 19th century, you're basically were quarantined all the time anyway. You only get to see the same four people. I was thinking about that. What did people do in like Oregon Trail times? Like they were, they would get snowed That's in. Fun. Have, haven't you ever noticed how exciting mail is in the 19th century novel? Like, okay, hello. Oh my God, mail, we got mail. Mail is exciting for me now. <laughs> I'm beginning to really jive with that. Like I'm yeah. ordering stuff just to get mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll go, like, there's a whole chapter of Emma where that's just about her going to the post office and coming back. It's like, that's the whole chapter. That's the whole chapter. <laughs> she goes to the post office. In the office. musical, there's a whole song about it. It, it really is. A whole kick line. <laughs> the post office, the post office. We're going to the post office. Gonna I get know. some mail. So, yeah. Yeah. No, like, seeing you, I was saying, it's it's just... It's so fascinating to see you because you're here, and you know I haven't seen that many other be- beings that weren't. Yeah, I see no on one on screen. Yeah, how yeah. Have you, how have you been doing with your with your physical distance from people? Oh, oh, pretty good. I feel like we should ask that. Yeah, no, I. It's pretty good. Yeah, like um, uh, I can't even really go for walks because my foot's messed oh, up right now. Yeah. So I'm just like, there's nothing. Oh I can go for drives. You are living the Ibsen yeah. life. <laughs> I am. I am. Just a whole new dedication to Ibsen that I, I didn't even know you had in you. I, I didn't either. So what should we, should we, do we have advice or thoughts for the, the gathered masses? It's about? tough because what, I mean, it's hard to, I myself have been trying to use this time productively, but it's hard to just be like, well, you have nothing else to do, so turn that creativity on. Like, it doesn't always yeah. happen like that. Like, yeah. inspiration doesn't necessarily come from the doldrums. Right. So, right. Um, but, you know, there are a lot of different projects and things that, you know, can you're prompted mm-hmm. so you can you can be part of it. 
Yeah, that is exciting. And and I would say if, if you're listening and you can afford to um, buy a gift certificate for some tickets to yeah. your theater or buy a subscription, they'll let you be all the big theaters are very flexible right now about how mm-hmm. you're going to use your tickets. Like just send some send some money if you can afford it. Yeah. You know? I know yeah. it's scary times, but just some to people keep everything afloat. I mean, I think that I think that Broadway is, you know, being our mothership of theater in this country. Yeah. I I mean, that's completely shut down. And who knows how long it'll take to get that back up and running. I know. And there's the actor, the Broadway actor who's in L.A. right now, who just had to have his leg amputated from COVID. He's hospitalized. Oh, my yeah. God. Who is that? Oh, shoot. Now I can't think of his name. Oh, well. I feel bad, but it's not someone I know exactly, but he's been, you know, but he's kind of like the symbol for Broadway, gotcha. I, unfortunately, because wow, he's so sick. And yeah. And anyway, that's, oh, that's a dark note. That's not where I meant to leave it. Mm, Spend money dark, on theater it's, anyway. It's dark times, Anna. Dark <laughs> times. Dark times. Dark times. All right, well, we will meet again when, well, even we'll meet again and podcast again before, probably before the end of quarantine, right? Yeah, because God knows when it'll end. <laughs> that's a dark note. It's that's getting the, darker. That's the dark note. It's getting darker. All right. <laughs> So, Maggie, we have Annie Keys with us today. Excellent. Tell me all about it. She is the president of the Improvability Troupe, the Improv Troupe at UCSB. Awesome. Welcome, Annie. Hi, Annie. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Anna. Hi, Maggie. She's joining us from Sacramento um, because that's where she is sheltering in place. But the magic of technology brings her to us. It brings her to us. And I I wanted to have Annie on because she she and her troupe have figured out, they have hacked into our living room Friday nights at 8 so that we can watch improv um, from the comfort of our home during this weird time. Thank God. I know. Thank God. So I want to ask her all about that. So so Annie... um, at what point did you start to worry about the future of improv and, and your time at, you know, being in Isla Vista or staying in place in Santa Barbara? So um, I think it must have been early March, um, which I guess is about, in my mind, four years ago, um, but really about a month ago. Um, we got an email from Chancellor Yang saying, Um, school is going to be fully online until May and so I didn't think about school I didn't think about work I Mm -hmm. thought oh my god it's improbability going to do and this was really before Zoom was talked about and so I kind of assumed okay well I've done my last show I was really bummed about it Um, but then it became more of a reality that it we weren't coming back at all this quarter yeah. and we figured out, okay, we really need to do something because everyone's going to be at home. We are going to be so deprived ourselves of performing. Mm -hmm. We are not going to have any creative outlet. So 
we brainstormed things to do. We thought about doing online sketches and we just decided we want to do improv and we kind of figured it out in a way. <laughs> I, I would say so. So um, you have a, a troop of how many players right now? We have eight right now. Eight right now. And uh, how many of those are graduating seniors? Four of us. Right. So we're leaving four behind, which is the smallest, I think, it will ever have been. Wow. And um, tell me, give us the names of the outgoing seniors. So it's myself, uh, Duncan Bardot, Nathan Cruz, and Kike Hernandez. And so we've all been together. Well, they've all been together since the beginning of their freshman year. And I joined uh, beginning of my sophomore year. So mm-hmm. about three years now. Wow. Wow. So yeah. that's a, that's gonna, I'm anticipating that as a, um, as a period of adjustment to like sort of rebuild up um, improbability. And that's happening even, even if we didn't have a pandemic situation happening. um, Yeah. There was some housekeeping stuff that I really wanted to take care of last quarter, but yeah. Well, yeah, that kind of ended with the chancellor's um, email. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have With to, one email, everything changed. Yeah, it's true. So uh, that's funny because I actually thought about improbability, really, improbability in Shakespeare in the Park, like right, uh, and and some of the other shows I'm doing, just like right away yeah. when I yeah. started. I mean, that was yeah to me that was like more in my head than other things because, like Maggie and I are saying, you can't just you know, figure it out, except you did. So let's talk about what's yeah. happened. I'm, what is it? What does improv look like when you have people in all different locations and they're, you know, coming on in Zoom. on Zoom? It looks mm-hmm. like the, the Brady Bunch. Uh, <laughs> so we're all, we're all just on Zoom. We have um, every show, we decide the theme and then we pick Zoom backgrounds so we'll have a set of backgrounds that we'll kind of refer to. And so, you know, we'll be at the beach and it'll look like we're at the beach or we're everyone. I, my computer doesn't do Zoom backgrounds. Um, so everyone downloaded uh, my room as a background. <laughs> it, lo- it's, it is getting there, I think, slowly but surely. That's so funny. I didn't realize that was your actual. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting that there was a room background that looked so kind of realistic. But I didn't. I just thought it was like some picture, um, you know, trove that you decided. Well, the worst part is now the background <laughs> my room when it's clean, so I have to clean my room. Before ah, I- oh yeah, so it matches. <laughs> Everyone would go, "Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute! <laughs> wait a minute! This isn't for real. This is all smoke and mirrors." <laughs> <laughs> well, what has been like a discovery you've made about your troupe or about the nature of improv through shifting venues like that? I think it's a lot about realizing kind of how important the live community was. Um, just wanting to be with people and kind of share in the moment of witnessing like live art take place. So it's been difficult trying to recapture that in zoom Mm -hmm. but 
it's actually been really cool because we have the chat feature open and you know in the beginning there was a little difficulty but overwhelmingly everyone is so positive so optimistic um and it's stuff that you would never hear from the audience because our audience is very nice and they don't heckle us right uh, <laughs> you know they'll say they'll kind of type out their ha ha ha's or yeah, say oh i love this quote so it's <laughs> kind of do find a new online community in that way yeah really yeah. interesting yeah that is interesting because it would be like if we had an audience and they started saying full sentences while you guys were yeah. doing improv yeah. that would be like very confusing <laughs> very overwhelming very confusing yeah. so um <laughs> have uh I what I noticed watching like three weeks of it in a row was like you more and more adapted to the limitation like Mm-hmm. incorporate the limitations or the media specific properties of, of zoom. So like the fact that you're all in little squares, you started to kind of make that part of the narrative or um, the way your background disappears sometimes. Cause like you said, you don't have a good background thing. So you, the, the week you guys did the ghost, the haunted house, that was really funny. Cause everyone was like sort of fading in and out, you know, it became spooky and, and interesting. And then, um, last week you would kind of, um, well, there was this one scene where you, Annie were pointing to, I guess you're right. You know, you're pointing to your right because I realized in your screen, you know, whoever it was, was to your right the way you saw it but like to us he was like to your left so it was it but it just made it funnier I mean you know what I mean we were just yeah you almost have to just accept that there's going to be technical issues and a lot of mistakes and work it in (laughs) to the best of your ability right sure I mean that's part of improv anyway right is like just rolling with the punches so so I feel like you have this added element of ways to improv that is sort of sort of meta yeah and because you're improv because Maggie and I are talking about all the theaters locally and what they have and mostly have not been able to to do if you weren't doing this like if you weren't doing improv you really would be really would be stuck you know, so it yeah. is kind of great. Plus, I feel like on that those Friday nights when we watch your show, I really feel like somehow UCSB exists, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. otherwise it's kind of like this abstract idea. You know, yeah. but then when you're all like talking to one another, I feel like oh, there's a theater scene at UCSB, and it's this is it, and it's happening. You know. So I I, pre- I really appreciate that about you guys. Yeah, it's it's great to see people having some success uh, finding ways to transfer theater into other other ways of connecting with the audience. Right, and Maggie, they're also doing nice things for the community because really? they turned their venue into a call for donations to the food bank. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So yeah, so we are really hoping. Um, People can send their receipts to the food bank if they donate any amount. Um, since our Zoom shows are free right now, we usually charge $3. So if anyone wanted to just donate $3 and send us the receipt, we will match that with our current funds. Nice. Very Obviously, nice. right now, the food bank is doing 
amazing things. I've been reading about their pilot projects and they're really stepping up. So we want to help support. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, it is pretty phenomenal <laughs> how many people need to be fed and yeah. who are, are being fed. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Annie, thank you so much. How do people catch improbability? This so way? if they like our Facebook, uh, it's you can just type in improbability. We will post the Zoom link on our event page. It's from here on out the same Zoom link every week. So no confusion. Um, follow us on Instagram. Um, I think that's all of our social media. But our Zoom link, we will try to make it as clear as possible. It's in our bio. It's on our events. And you don't have to get out of bed. <laughs> you can just sit there and watch yeah. us do it. Yay. I love it. All right. Thanks so much for joining Thank us, Annie. So okay. Let's thank everyone. Let's thank our producer. Thank you, David Paris. And our mascot today, uh, McDuff. Thank you, McDuff. Thanks, McDuff. You did a great job. And uh, Miles Vinico has done our music once again. Once again. Annie for being our guest. Definitely. And you can find us on all the social media platforms and outlets. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.